Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's the Big Show. Happy Tuesday, 97.5-1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of it. <laughs> We've got the sirens going already. It's going to be a good day. Good day. What's going on over there, Gordon? How you doing? You, you look sharp. I like that golf shirt. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I got my uh, earphones all tangled up over here. Are you good at undoing knots? Nope. I, I mean, some people have a gift. Austin, you good at that? Well, I'm an Eagle Scout, so you're as good we at established. <laughs> tying them but unknotting things? <laughs> That's a good point. You know, have, you ever, have you ever had like a, a fishing uh, line uh, all tangled up? Mm-hmm. Is, Did someone say fiction? Oh, wait, that's reversed. I think one of the, the funnier scenes in uh, Christmas <laughs> Vacation is when he tosses the, the tangled up Christmas lights at, at Russ and says... A uh, little knot here. <laughs> it's just a giant ball. <laughs> that would take me hours to get undone. You would buy new ones. <laughs> just bag it. Forget about it. You know, the one that gets me is, uh, so we've got the extension cord in the garage that I, I get for the, the blower. So when I trim my yard, you know, uh-huh. I can blow the. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. I, I, I know you do this often. Uh, but I, I wind the extension cord up in the same way every time so it gets tangled every time I get it out. You know what I'm talking about? You, Of course you don't know what I'm talking wait, about. Wait, wait. Austin does. Wait, yeah, I've actually watched YouTube tutorials on how to wind those cords, so it doesn't do that. I'll show you. Uh, thank you. Because that really does torment me. D- wind it up like you do with like a ski rope. Nope. Incorrect. Why not? Because it'll go on top of itself and get all tingled. You have to like loop it and turn it around the ba- up backwards Ooh. and then this way and that way. Well, that's, why, why doesn't it tangle up the ski rope? That's the does. way I do it. It does tangle up. Well, it doesn't tangle the ski rope. Like water skiing? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not rich enough to know what that is. Well, a ski, a rope and a cord are very different. Oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, Th- this, you knows, are somebody knows. with very little uh, experience with an, an extension cord, aren't you? Well, I just have not had mine get all tangled up before. Okay. We're off to a, an interesting start on, on the show today. But uh, all you, you know what? Here, I, right? I like the story behind that golf shirt almost as much as I like that golf shirt. <laughs> What's the story? Uh, it's all there right. There is a story yeah. behind that golf shirt. <laughs> do you, you want to tell that it? shirt? Do you sure. want to tell it or do you want me to? Go ahead. You can tell it. I'll correct you where you're wrong. So let's hearken back <laughs> several years and just a little reminder of, of an incident that happened to Gordon <laughs> at, at, uh, at Willow Creek Country Club. We were there uh, for the, the um, 
media day for the Utah championship, right? And uh, you were out playing, and you were wearing your Oscar the Grouch T-shirt. Mm-hmm. You were removed from the course. Is, would, that, is well, that fair? Actually, you know, that's what everyone thinks. But it wasn't even really the Oscar the Grouch T-shirt that got me. It was the fact that I was wearing jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so and, and so when the when the uh, when the pro or the marshal whoever it was when uh, I'm sorry I forget your name but he came up to me and we were laughing we we're joking and mm-hmm. he looked at me and he said you have jeans on how do you get this far because I, I was like on hole 16 or something and he said you can't wear those on the course and I said well, I got to go anyway because I did the show. Mm-hmm. So you, left. but everyone thinks it was the Oscar the Grouch T-shirt, which a T-shirt is also a no-no, right? So it's now, supposed to wear a collared shirt. Let's fast forward to present day. Uh, you and uh, you and Lisa are really kind of pouring yourselves into golf these days, which she, is awesome. She is. She yeah, is, she's yeah, getting into so, it, and she's oh. she's taking you along, which I love it. Well, the golf is a great game. Uh, so you guys took uh, you took some lessons. She took she took uh, four lessons previously, and then she wanted two more, and so uh, yeah, we uh, we uh, we got them. And you went to your lesson, yes, which is at Willow Creek yes. Country Club, yes. And take it from here. And uh, Kim, the, our gifted uh, teacher coach, uh, noticed that. On the second lesson, on the first lesson, I wore a collared shirt. On the second lesson, I had a T-shirt on and uh, and shorts. So he said to me, he said, you know, you're supposed to wear a collared shirt at this country club. And I said, yeah. It was a really hot morning. And I said, yeah, it's hot. And uh, I didn't know if I had to wear it for the lesson. And he said... Well, yeah, come with me, and he took us way over to the far play, you know, hiding. Where, yeah, and and I said, no, 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 I'll go, I'll go buy a a, a, a golf shirt. And Lisa looks at me like, you've got a hundred of those at home. Well, I like that one. So and that I, one has now has a story with it. So I went over and and bought it. And when I walked into the pro shop, I said, "Yeah, I I, I need a, a collared shirt because I've I've been thrown off this course before." <laughs> and he said, "I know, I know, <laughs> I know you have." <laughs> such a good story. <laughs> such a good story. So uh, and, and so and, your and your Kim, reputation. Kim, the instructor also. I said, "Kim, I, I I've been thrown off this course." He said, "I know." <laughs> You're a legend down there, man. <laughs> it's awesome. So, so I bought this. It was on sale. It was a good. It looks buy. good. It was a I, good buy. Like I said, I like it, and and there and there's a story attached to it, which makes it makes it even better. Yeah, I thought maybe you stole it. You've been known to steal colored well, shirts before. Well played, there. No, those were uh, those, those. They were like pullovers. Yeah. That, well, they were. Yeah, they were pullovers. My bad. They were ugly too. I, I did not want those things. I tell you, I was doing somebody a favor. You could. Hardly tell that you didn't want those things because the video of you walking out the door kind of makes it they, looks like you that, did that's actually want them. They were them. gifted to me, and I was going to you know give them away. 
All right, we have a lot to do today. Uh, we'll talk a lot of uh, college football, of course, previewing the Utes and the Cougs. Uh, Mike Uganen came on with Hanson Scotty, and he's from uh, Orlando. He, he writes for the Athletic Covers College Football, and boy, did he not have very many nice things to say about USF. So that's probably uh, good news. Is, is this uh, along the lines of what we had with, uh, was it Greg Hansen? It was it was pretty good, uh, and maybe we could revisit it. But he, he talked about something like just expect them to do many of the dumbest things that you can think of. <laughs> I believe something along those lines. Okay. So, all right, uh, that's probably some pretty good news for BYU. We'll talk about Utah and BYU Oregon could State. Use a dumb team right now. Yeah, they they need a W. In fact, there's a kind of a lot of pressure on this game actually. So we can get into that a little bit. Level that record out a little bit, and uh, and then uh, get ready to uh, play some uh, some tougher opponents coming up. And of course, the Utes take on the Mighty Beavs. We'll talk about that. Uh, Gordon has a column up sltrib.com. In fact, that'll be our first stop in the old split story of the day, talking about the Jazz as they've got uh, preseason game number two on Wednesday night in Milwaukee against the Bucks. So we'll have to get into some uh, some NBA. That's tomorrow night. It is tomorrow night. How about that? Yeah. Where's this week going? It's going. It's going. It's going quick. And then they have another uh, road game on Friday night. And then they come on back here. What Monday night? Yep. They've got Zion uh, Williamson and the Pelicans on Friday. Derek Favors. Yes. On Friday. So yeah, two interesting games actually. Uh, when for do the, the Jazz. When do the starters start playing? I would guess we're going to see him on Wednesday. Uh-huh. I would think. I mean, they've got to. You you would think they've got to spend some time on the court in the preseason. Yeah. If nothing else, just to you know, get a get some uh, get some communication going. What's the latest injury update? Do we have it? Uh, so just listed as out moments ago is Dante Exum and Emmanuel Moutier. Everyone okay. else has not been mentioned. Okay. Well, yeah, this is what I would expect, Jake. And don't you? Yes. Maybe maybe five, maybe ten fifteen minutes of Donovan and Rudy. You know, some 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 little get out there and sweat with your teammates a little bit, get uh, acclimated and whatnot. Maybe a little more than that, but not a lot more than that. No. And as far as Dante goes, by the way, um, he's still you know coming back from that injury from last year. But uh, at practice in the kind of what we were able to uh, to watch, uh, he was working out really hard. So I don't know if he's fully back to to practicing with the team or not. But he was working out pretty. He was. Working out pretty good when I saw him the other day. Yeah, yeah. I, I this is just what I I expect. I expect Quinn to now that they're playing against NBA type competition, let uh, Rudy and Donovan run and sweat a little bit, and uh, and, and get uh, acclimated to some of their new team, Mike Conley as well, but not a lot because you know Quinn already knows what these guys are going to bring, right? I would think so. How many practices have there been now? Six, seven. There were a couple of double sessions, right? Uh, and uh, I, I'm absolutely sure that he he knows what he has there. Now, as far as coordination goes, and that word that Quinn loves, that connectivity, that 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 would be helpful to uh, get some experience in that regard, get that tightened up against uh, NBA players. So. All right, well, let's get to the split story of the day, Gordo. Let's talk about your column. Austin, on the other side of the glass, if you please. Two guys, two topics, 
Two opinions. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I, I didn't like how we played transition defense early. We rebounded the ball you know, collectively, um, which was good. And, um, yeah, I thought, you know, to be honest with you, the guys that finished the game, um, Justin, Jarrell, William, Mie, Tony, all those guys I thought really played well, and they played the right way. Um, so, you know, playing without Rudy and Donovan and Mike, uh, I thought it's good to see some other guys that have been putting time in and practice um, be able to play. And you could tell some of the guys that have been with us um, just had some instincts. And we saw some guys do some things that we've been emphasizing. You know, Jeff got in the glass. Um, got out and transition and attack the rim so some stuff that we've been talking about I thought you know Boyan really guarded you know that you could watch the film and, and contesting every shot and, uh, and getting in the passing lane and denying a ball reversal pass and, you know, I, I thought he really played well defensively now that's something we talked a little bit about yesterday uh, Gordon and Boyan and how he is more athletic than, uh, than you would think he is. But you've got a, a, a column up about Quinn Snyder, sltrib.com. What are you uh, communicating today there, Gordon? Essentially this. A lot of people have uh, brought forward that uh, Quinn Snyder's under more pressure this year because he's been given this extra talent that he hasn't had in the past. In my communications with Quinn, I don't think he's nervous or anxious at all. I think he's eager. I think he's digging it. He likes it. He's uh, He relishes it. And when you have these other guys who are also performing the way he wants them to, then it's just gravy on the cake. Gravy on the cake? Icing on the cake. Gravy on the meat, I guess. You mixed your metaphors there, I huh? did. What about icing on the meat? Yeah, I mean that, it's icing. It goes on anything. Icing would be good on anything, wouldn't it? So, uh, so he's he knows, and I and I'm speaking of metaphors. I I make the the uh, comparison to an indie car driver who knows he's got one of the fastest cars on the track, and what, that doesn't make a driver. That doesn't make a racer nervous. That makes him happy that he's got the fastest car or one of the fastest cars. And I think that's the way Quinn looks at it. He is—he's uh, relishing the opportunity to work these pl- these players and get them connected, get them uh, fired up and 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 hitting on all cylinders, as it were, and uh, to move forward from here. Now, he did say that uh, he that he wants he he feels like that that's the case, and that uh, this team they have to in order to. Let me let me read the quote. I think whatever the external perceptions are, however we process that, it's important for our focus to be on maximizing who we are. And that doesn't mean we don't have goals. Ideally, we have high goals and enthusiasm for those. But the way to get there is to kind of dig in. And that's that's what he's doing. So all this talk and, and haven't you seen it? You've heard it. Mm-hmm. That uh, oh Quinn is under pressure this time around because he's got he's been given more talent he relishes it and uh, I think uh, he's pretty fired up yeah I w- I would think so the you know the downside of of 
bringing back the same team last year is probably there wasn't a whole lot that was new. Uh, Quinn Snyder and the way his mind works or, or would seem to work, I would guess that he's probably pretty excited to have a new challenge and to try and tackle that challenge regardless of expectation. I do think there's a little pressure there, but uh, it's all how you handle the pressure. I don't think there's any more pressure that he puts on himself, and we hear that a lot I can buy into that though. kinds of coaches. Right. We said that, I think, about Kyle Whittingham earlier with the youths, right? Uh, oh, he's got extra pressure because he's got more talent. But I, I don't think these guys, if, if they if they felt that way, then they'd be in the wrong business. And I, I, I point that out in the column, and I don't think they are. I don't think Quinn is. I think he is, 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 is excited, enthusiastic about this, and uh, will move forward as such. Now, I guess there could become a point, like if, if the team uh, absolutely underperforms all season long, then I guess maybe you could feel some pressure. But right now, that's not the way he's looking at it. Well, the franchise, and I'm talking about the whole franchise here, not just the team, seems set up to... to go a long way this year. Yeah. And, I, and I do think that that comes in with some built-in pressure, but I bet top to bottom you talk to everybody over there and they'd rather have this type of, type of pressure than, than other types of pressure. Because so many of the players came here for this very opportunity, right. the new guys. And and as far as... Does, uh, does anybody out there think Rudy Gobert is bemoaning the fact that he's got more talent around him now? Uh, I'm guessing no. <laughs> and Rudy and Donovan were talking last year like they had a chance to win a championship. And now they've got uh, that extra horsepower and they're loving it. I think Mike Conley mentioned that at that uh, that meet and greet, the other or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. that fan opportunity. Yeah, meet the team event. Mm-hmm. And he said that. He said as much. They're not making any secret of this. They're They're, they're coming right out and saying... Yeah, we we feel like we can contend for a championship, and that's what we aim to do. I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially it. And they should have the roster to do it. Yeah, and when you think of a guy like Mike Conley, I mean, he's been how long? Is this his eleventh year? How many years has he been in? I I should know that, but uh, I remember when he was uh, a college player. But uh, I think it's been isn't this his eleventh year? Uh, I'm uh, looking it up as you speak over there, uh, Gordon. The point. Okay. Uh, He was in Memphis uh, 07 to 2019, so he came into the league in uh, 2007. Yeah. So 12 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he, you know, he's been. Point is, he's been around. He has seen what teams. uh, He's been to the Western Conference Finals. He knows what it takes. He's obviously observed other teams who have been championship teams. And he knows exactly what it takes, and he feels pretty comfortable with what he's got here. And, I mean, I know we're talking about positionless basketball, but Mike Conley is still sort of at the rudder. Well, yeah, he's, he's going to have the ball in his hands a fair amount, but a lot of guys are going are gonna to be able to initiate. It is going to be a little bit different for him, but, yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, we saw the ball was in Ricky Rubio's hands a lot last year. Oh. There's, there's going to be plenty of opportunity for Mike Conley, certainly. Well, one of the things that is so interesting about this season is Mike Conley will be, I think certain guys will acquiesce to him because he's so highly respected uh, all around the league. But, but Mike wants to hand a lot of it over to Donovan because Donovan has been sort of the main cog, at least offensively, on this team. 
and uh, Rudy Gobert speaks for himself. And so, I mean, he's 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 a leader on the team, but he wants to to hand that wheel over to those guys too. So it'll be that that's an interesting kind of three headed beast. What was that called in mythology? The three headed beast. I'm not sure. Is that a thing? Did Sinbad fight uh, fight the? Uh, I was Sinbad. He's a poor comedian from the eighties. <laughs> hey, he was not poor. He was in at least one fantastic movie. Which one? First Kid. Necessary Roughness. Oh, that's a good one too. Is he still making funny? Yeah, he's coming to Wise Guys here next month. Is Maybe really? this month. Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, How about that? Keith uh, has a, a good lineups over there. You know, we should go over there sometime. You're thinking of uh, Cerberus, by the way, the three-headed ah, monster. I see. Cerberus. Cerberus was the offspring of the, the monsters Echidna and Typhon. Oh, oh, Typhon. Fierce monster, Typhon. Cerberus. H- hell of a hairdresser, too. All right. Is that where the word Typhoon came from? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, coming up next, uh, we'll get to the this uh, China NBA situation continues uh, here to we go. evolve. We'll the, give you the latest. The snake-headed lady, that was Medusa, right? Yep. I uh, want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Don't take the bus toward the airport parking lot. Diamond Airport Parking offers covered self-parking, covered valet parking, open valet parking, and free 24-7 car to curb shuttle service. Diamond Airport Parking, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park ride and save at Diamond Airport Parking. Who would you rather uh, try to conquer? Would it be Medusa or, what was it, Cerberus? Cerberus? Cer- Who do you think would be, or how about Cyclops? Did it, what, what was Medusa's deal? She looked at you and you turned to stone or yeah. something like that? Yeah, yeah. All you got, but all you got to do is hold up a mirror. She comes with a prescribed solution. Cerberus, no solution. Yeah, but she had the snakes. And the snakes kind they of were stuck on her head. She was nothing. Austin has given this some thought. You know what? That's one thing I love about Austin. He puts deep thought into these things oh, and comes with knows. a... Oh, don't throw a, nonsense my way and expect oh, no who, answer. Who wouldn't you? Who wouldn't, who wouldn't you want to... Face, if you were well, if I could, in the Argonauts or whatever else, or you know Hercules, uh, probably uh, uh, Mercury. Mercury is a, a bad one because so fast. Yeah, too was fast. Mercury a bad guy or I don't know, but I wouldn't want to fight him. Would you? He's fleet-footed. I mean, I know you were fast on the ice back in the day. <laughs> Elite, elite speed. Rocket Monson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stay tuned. We'll get to more coming up next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.